The Blur Havoc podcast may contain content some may find offensive, vulgar, or inappropriate for work or school. All views expressed on this show solely belong to the individual that expressed them. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Blur Havoc Podcast. And what a time to be alive and what a time to release the first official trailer of Space Jam Dose or Space Jam A New Legacy is, is what it's officially uh, titled here. I, j- I just watched the trailer and okay, look, hot take, y'all gonna hate me for this, sorry, you're gonna hate me because I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be shitting on your childhood and whatever. But I, I, I gotta be the guy to say it, okay? Look, this movie looks like dog shit, okay? I'm sorry. Look, like, I want, I wanted to like this, I, I wanted to like this trailer. Like, I gotta break down why I think this is gonna be dog shit. But this, this trailer just has all the makings of freshly squeezed ass juice, okay? This is just not going to be a good movie, okay? I, I, I'm i looking at the credits on here. Ryan Coogler, bro, you got to stop putting your name on garbage, dude. Like, he don't, like, his name has been put on dog shit, like, several times recently. Like, let's see here. I'm, I, I got his Wikipedia page up. Let me look here. Okay, so... When he, the first time he popped up on my uh, radar was with Creed, and that was a fantastic movie. Creed was like one of my favorite movies. Not even, not even like, you know, of that just that year. Like Creed is one of my favorite movies. It's a fantastic movie. But then he put his name on Black Panther, which aged poorly for me. And now he's putting his name on this as a producer. He's not the director of this, but he's a producer. And that just, he's a, wait a minute, he's a writer too. Oh. He's a writer? Je ne comprends pas. What? He's a writer on this? Oh my god. Oh my god, and it's gonna be on HBO Max, so I don't really have to pay extra for it, I already pay for HBO Max, but, okay, so where do I even begin with this? We got, the director is Malcolm D. Lee, and the only thing, there are like two things on this filmography that I recognize, Undercover Brother, which I only saw like the last 30 minutes of in theaters, because one group of people wanted to see... I forget what came out around that time. I think it was like Scooby-Doo or something. And the other group of people wanted to see Undercover Brother. I don't know why we as kids wanted to see Undercover Brother, but we did. (laughs) Other than that, Undercover Brother and Scary Movie 5 are the only things I recognize. Oh, he directed Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. This dude has directed like three stinkers that I've seen. And the, the third barbershop, which I have not heard good things about. But Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins was garbage too. And he was the executive producer on that, too. But Undercover Brother, I don't remember much about it. And then Scary Movie 5. Look, it's Scary Movie. Come on, bro. Like, after the first one, it wasn't any good anyway. 
and then barbershop the next cut which i didn't see because it looked like butt and this trailer for space jam a new legacy looks like butt and then he's going to be directing a hot wheels movie what okay so let, let's get let's get into the trailer itself okay i'm gonna crack open this truly strawberry lemonade hard seltzer haven't haven't had a sweet um, alcoholic beverage in quite a while. That's pretty hard, actually. So, a few things I, I want to point out. First, right off the bat, LeBron James is not an actor. You can look; he's a he's a basketball player, and a constant source of frustration for me because he can't separate po politics from his entertainer role. LeBron. But he's no actor, and that's fine. It's just that it's very clear that he wasn't coached on how to act or how to improve his performance or anything. He's just look, man. In this trailer, he's God. It's like it's like he's performing in like a student film for a college or something. It's bad. I mean, the kid sucks too, but he's a kid. He's expected to suck, so it's okay for him. But like it's expected for him so it's not as scathing as when lebron's acting like he's playing a part in a school play and then the the cringeworthy line of what in the matrix hell i don't know who thought that was funny that's something i would have wrote back in like high school or something right or oh, I'm, I'm rushing to like say something funny off the top of my head that's what i would have said or wrote back in like high school but that was just cringe-inducing. To be completely honest, to sum up the entire trailer, this trailer is just cringe. Where it's le it seems like less of a Space Jam sequel and more of a setup to a Space Jam, like, multiverse with different franchises. And what it really is, it's just a bunch of... It's just a bunch of disgusting pandering. Interesting note, I have this, st I have this still right here of Lola Bunny. They took her... Space Jam design and her Looney Tunes show, like that show from like the early 2010s, and they combined those two styles together. I, I like it. It's just kind of weird to look at because I'm thinking of Space Jam Lola, but I'm getting uh, Looney Tunes show vibes from her. It's weird. I wonder how they're gonna handle. I wonder how they're gonna tackle her personality, but. I, 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 okay, so let me do some positives. The the 2D animation looks awesome. I love it. Like, I'm, I've been pining for some 2D animation. So that right there is enough for me to, to see this movie, just for the 2D animation. Good, good old squash and stretch. The one funny joke in the entire trailer is the part where Daffy Duck tells Yosemite Sam to shoot the ball. And he literally takes his revolvers and shoots the ball several times that was probably not even probably it was the only funny joke in the entire trailer but the red flag the red flag started like waving when i saw the list of people that lebron wanted to have in his ultimate team to get his son back he has superman gandalf king kong iron giant and the moment i saw that list i said oh it's one of those movies huh Okay. All right. Cool. So what this is is one. It's one of these movies where they knew that they had nothing in terms of in terms of a plot. They had nothing. So what they decided to do is to jam pack it with a bunch of other characters 
to load the screen full of different cameos. It's more, it's less of a movie and more of a game of uh, where's Where's Waldo, right? Of I Spy. I'm like in this trailer alone, I spotted Pennywise, the Pussycat Dolls, uh, Scooby Doo and the gang. I saw who else? I, the fact that I recognize the Pussycat Dolls is, dolls is weird because. I, I wasn't even alive when they were a thing. Wait, stop. Yeah, so I'm editing this right now, and I just realized... Yeah, I, I, I meant Josie and the Pussycats, not the Pussycat Dolls. My bad. Replace Pussycat Dolls with Josie and the Pussycats, and it'll still make sense. But I, I saw... I, I'm pretty sure I saw the house from Horton Hears a Who. I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. But then again, I know that... Doctor, the Dr. Seuss estate is kind of iffy about film portrayals nowadays, so that may not be what that is. I saw the dragon, Daenerys' dragon from Game of Thrones. Look, <laughs> I saw, like, basically the entire Hanna-Barbera catalog. It was bad, okay? This isn't even about Looney Tunes anymore. This is just, this is just a bunch of stuff, okay? It is... God, like, let me scoot ahead to the cameos. Oh, boy, it's just chock full of stuff. Just chock full of stuff, dude. Like, we got the shark dude from, um, I, I don't know, it's a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. I'm pretty sure that's Satan right there. I'm not certain. <laughs> Is a construction worker, and I'm trying not to pick apart the plot, try to piece together the plot or anything, because I want to be able to go into the movie and judge the movie based off of, you know, my own ideas, like my own perception of the, the plot itself. But the fact that this movie is jam-packed with a bunch of characters that are not Space Jam related... That didn't even appear in the first Space Jam. They're not even Looney Tunes characters. That's highly concerning to me. Because it, t it tells me that there isn't a lot going on. It tells me that they're using this to sell you this movie. And set up possibly a Space Jam multiverse. Or a Space Jam the cinematic universe or something. I don't know. And then one of the biggest issues for me is that they switched from 2D animation to CGI. And it's just like... Okay, so... So you're not willing to put out the money to put the entire movie in 2D or to animate these characters in 2D because it's cl it's clearly a cost-cutting measure because it's cheaper to animate characters in 3D than in 2D. Way cheaper. Like Space Jam 1, what was the budget of Space Jam 1? 80 million? What's the budget of this one? Oh, God. The budget for this one was 161.9 million. Sheesh. Wow, but we we all know what that is. We all know why the 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 budget of this movie is so bloated. It's for the rights of all these characters that have nothing to do with Space Jam. And then of course the the money has to go to LeBron James as well, and Don Cheadle, and then uh, Sonequa Sonequa Martin Green with her fine self is in this movie. But the fact that Hans oh and Hans Zimmer is is composing the music, yeah, no wonder the budget for this movie is so bloated. 
Who was the composer of Space Jam 1? Hmm. Doesn't say who composed the music for... Oh, no. James Newton Howard. He's, he was the composer of Space Jam 1. So, yeah, all these big budget names are are attached to this movie, such as LeBron James, all these, all the rights for these things, such as the DC characters, Game of Thrones, Hanna-Barbera, Iron Giant, King Kong. And it's just like, it looks like a stealth sequel to Ready Player One, in all honesty. It, it's kind of like... The thing about Ready Player One is that it was shocking to see the Iron Giant in Ready Player One because we hadn't seen anything of that character since what when when did Iron Giant One come out? Or not one, but Iron Giant the first like when did Iron Giant come out? Nineteen ninety nine. We hadn't seen him for like over twenty years at that point. Or almost twenty years. Ready Player One came out in like twenty seventeen, if I'm not mistaken. Did it? Oh, no, 2018. So, Ready Player One came out almost 20 years after Iron Giant. So, it was a genuine surprise to see the Iron Giant at Ready Player One. And this one, it just feels like they added him as a product, as a, as a gimmick. As a, please look at me, please come see this movie kind of gimmick. And then Pennywise, and then, and then all the, all the Hanna-Barbera characters. It's just weird. It's just weird, man. What other criticisms do I have? Like I said, I'm not a fan of the of the 2D characters being transitioned into 3D. I'm not a fan of that. It's clearly a cost-cutting measure. And then the villains of this of this movie. What what do you call them? The Goon Squad. It's literally a bunch of This is going to sound nuts when I say this, okay? It's going to sound nuts. But two of them are literally, two of them are literally just black dudes in metal. Like a, a, like, not black dudes in metal, but a black dude. (laughs) Let me start over. Let me start over. Cut all that out. I did not. Two of these dudes are literally just black dudes in, like, cosplay, okay? One of them is a black dude covered in metal, and then another dude is a black dude. That's a, like, half bird, okay? This is weird. This is, this has, I don't know what they were thinking. These villains look really weird. And then, oh, there's a black dude that's made out of 100% water. And then there's an inappropriately timed bass drop. As a matter of fact, let me, let me make sure I get all of the villains here. We got Birdman. We got super speedy metal black guy. We got the snake lady, which I don't even know how you would... How would you even, like... How would you even come to terms with the idea of traveling with the snake lady? Because she has no legs. If I'm not mistaken in basketball, I could be wrong, but if I'm not mistaken in basketball, you can take two steps without dribbling the ball, without it being called traveling. So, what, is she just allowed to carry the ball, or what, what, what's going on there? And then, we got a spider lady who, oh, she has no actual arms, that's gross. Then we got water guy, and then fire guy. And it's just like, I'm sorry, these are no monsters, okay? They don't have the they don't have the very visible design language or the des, the visible character design that the monsters had, where these guys are just like oh look they have weird freaky powers while the the monsters like let me pull up a picture of them so I can get a better look at them like the monsters when you look at them you can kind of see like 
parts of their personality. Especially the blue one. The purple one was my favorite. The blue one, you can really see his personality. He's, he's stupid. The green one is the leader because he has the, the chiseled Chad chin, you know. The the red one is the strong guy because, I mean, look at his meaty, his just disgustingly meaty-ass neck. The purple one is kind of the crazy berserker one because of his weird hairstyle. And then the, the little one is the girl. <laughs> but you can really tell what their personalities are just by looking at them and their design. And their, their their personality and their roles in the in the team. When you look at these new the goon squad, you look at them and you go, oh, they're just a bunch of weird freaks that have animal parts or elemental powers or something. And then all of and then like half of them are black. That's really all you get. I mean, I'm guessing that they're black because when you look at them, they kind of have black features. I'm allowed to say that because I am black, but <laughs> that's how that works, right? Let me see. Yeah, if you look at the metal guy, you can clearly tell he has black American features. So, it's very clear that they based him off of some kind of black man. I don't know. But it's very clear that you could tell. Zendaya is, in the, Zendaya is Lola Bunny? That doesn't work. What? That doesn't work. That's weird. Why? I've heard they they they're like retconning her character or something. So, you know, let's see who voiced Lola Bunny in the original. Oh, Cat Kath, who is that? Kath Sushi, Susie. Let's see, she voiced Princess Sally Acorn in Sonic the Hedgehog, Betty Deville in Rugrats, Dexter's mom in Dexter's Laboratory. Danny Phantom's mom and Danny Phantom. Oh, she's oh she's that annoying. She's the voice of that annoying gray mouse from Tom and Jerry, Nibbles or Tuffy. I can't stand that character. <laughs> I hate that character. But I like to see what if they if they've um if voice actors have been a part in the Transformers franchise. It's just a personal thing. Oh, she was the voice of the Rachni Queen in Mass Effect One. Okay, so I got a good, I got a good idea of what her profile is, in terms of her her work. I I can put a voice to I can put a voice to this name now. Mhm. Mm yeah. Okay. Oh, she was Phil and Lil Deville in Rugrats. Okay. Wow, I didn't know she also voiced Lola Bunny. But that's the thing. It's small tangent. That's the thing about voice actors is that they ha they give characters distinct personalities. But whenever you just hire a random celebrity to do a voice, you'll just you'll just know that the character is voiced by said celebrity. While you have characters voiced by say like Billy West. Billy West is a vocal ventriloquist. He can do crazy things with his voice that make all the characters sound different. And then no, like people like Nolan North or Frank Welker, Peter Cullen, like those voice actors are voice actors because they can really mask, they can mask their real voice and give the character their own character instead of live action people, live action, live action people, live action actors 
who play characters and you will always see that character as the person that they really are in the real world. Like when you see a character played by Kevin Hart, you're going to see Kevin Hart. You're not going to see whoever that character is supposed to be. You're going to see Kevin Hart. When you see Zendaya in a movie or you hear Zendaya's voice, you're going to hear or see Zendaya. So what is there anything else I want to point out? I already pointed out that LeBron James acting sucks, but I don't expect him to be, you know, I don't expect him to be a super talented actor because he's a basketball player first. So I don't ex- expect him to be like an Oscar worth Oscar winning, you know, actor or anything. So I'm not too harsh on him about that. Personal opinion of the man aside. Uh, the cr- The comedy is absolutely cringe, okay? The scene with uh, with Granny where she does the the thing where she like does the weird like thing where she kicks the the basketball and then it wasn't funny. Okay, this trailer wasn't funny. People, okay, I'm looking at the comments and really people aren't. I'm noticing that people aren't talking about the movie itself. They're just excited. They they're just expressing general excitement that we're getting a Space Jam sequel. They're not talking about the actual movie. They're talking about, I'm just excited we're getting a sequel to Space Jam. Let's see. Yeah, like, I'm looking at this. Nobody's actually talking about anything in the trailer besides, oh, look at that character. Or, I'm excited to see this movie. There's hardly any comments about commenting on what's going on in the the trailer. Like, I see a comment about referencing the first movie where Granny was absolutely demolished by the Monstars. But... Nothing nothing really about the movie itself. They're just excited to see a sequel to Space Jam. Like I said, I'm I'm very disappointed that we're not keeping the 2D animation for the movie. It'd be one thing if it was 2D animation for all the characters except for LeBron, like in the original. But it looks like towards the third act, they're going to switch to... Th- Basically, they give you the blow-by-blow of this movie. Where it looks like in the third act, they're going to switch to CGI for all the characters. Because it's cheaper. 2D animation ain't, ain't cheap, bro. It ain't cheap. And it looks like instead of it being... I'm trying to remember how the original movie was. But it looks like they modernized it, apparently. Where instead of going into like an underground tunnel. Where the Toon World was just underground. And you could like get teleported into a different dimension or something. In this version, he gets sucked into, like, this digital world and then dropped into, like, onto, like, Toon Planet in a digital world or something. Which, I'm guessing this is, like, kind of a soft reboot, I guess. The CGI looks... I'm not gonna mince words here. The CGI here looks fucking atrocious, dude. With with this Don Cheadle thing, I... Oh my god, it looks so bad. (laughs) Oh, god. This is 2021, and y'all still cannot, y'all still don't have a grasp on CGI. I don't understand. Anything else? Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything else. All the tunes look about right in 2D animation. They look right. The animation looks a little bit stiff. I mean, I'm not I'm no animation expert, so I can't really pinpoint exactly what exactly is going on. 
the animation looks a, looks a little stiff. It's higher quality, like, how do I put it? It's higher quality, higher fidelity imagery. But the animation itself is a lot stiffer than movie quality. It's it's almost, it's, dare I say, almost television quality animation. Where it's a little too stiff to, to pass for something that's supposed to be on TV. That's supposed to be in a, a feature length movie. The CGI is animated great, but then again, CGI is very cheap to animate. This is just, this is just a mess. And then the guy from Space, I just caught the guy from Space Coast. The, uh, what's his name? I'm just going to type in Space Ghost guy. What's his name? Which that show, even as a kid, that is not the guy. Thaddeus Bach, 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 whatever his name is. That's not the guy. Is it the guy? I guess his name is just Space Ghost. Oh no, his name is Thaddeus Batch. I didn't know that. But that show, even as a kid, that show was hilarious to me. I always loved that show when I was a kid. Especially Borak. Borak was my... Not Borak. Brack. I'm mixing up names. Yeah, Brack was my dude when I was a kid. I thought he was hilarious. I loved Space Ghost when I was a kid. It's one of those shows that genuinely I shouldn't have been into, but I just was. Because the commentary was just absolutely just comedy gold. Yeah, yeah. I miss I miss shows like that with sharp writing. I need to watch it again. They consider the Eric Andre show a spiritual sequel to this? Wow. Interesting. I mean I, I see it. I see it. It's kind of a it's kind of a spiritual sequel to this. But yeah. I'm I'm not looking forward to, to Space Jam. I'm gonna watch it, you know, because I, I do let's be real. Another hot take. This is probably a hotter take than the first one. The first Space Jam wasn't actually good. It's not a good movie. <laughs> Let's be real. It's not a good movie. But, but, it is enjoyable. I love it. It's a great, it's a, it's a fantastic, fun, wholesome movie. It's not well written, but it's good. It's a good, fun movie. It's a cult, it, I wouldn't even say it's a cult classic. It's so popular that it's not a cult classic. But it's a, it's a fun movie that, is universally liked by everyone, but I just have the hot take of saying it's not actually well written. It's just a movie we all enjoy. But that's fine. That's fine. I'm just going to drop it there before I, you know, put another big fat target on my back. <laughs> but we're, I'm going to watch it because I was a fan of the first Space Jam. I, I watched the first Space Jam. I watched the first Space Jam on repeat so many times. Like, how long is the first Space Jam? If I'm not mistaken, it's like 90 minutes long. It's not even 90, it's 88 minutes. It's a very short movie. Barely above an hour. So, I, I was a huge fan of the first Space Jam. So, of course I'll be watching it. But, I have no hopes in this being good. I just hope that, it, at least it's, I, I just hope it's at least funny and the animation is good. That's all I'm asking for. But with this trailer, the only joke I laughed at was the one where, Yosemite Sam shot the ball. That was it. Everything else was cringe-inducing. So I hope to God they just kept the funniest jokes for the movie. God help us all if this movie sucks. Because people... It, it, that's kind of what happened with Wonder Woman 84. 
is that people were like singing the praises of that movie. And then when it came out, everyone realized it, it sucked ass. So I'm hoping that's not the case here. So we'll see. We'll see. Even though I can't stand LeBron James, but, you know. That man is my sworn nemesis. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to call it here, folks. I'm going to finish this this drink. And pop probably next episode will be recorded right after this one. So I'll see you guys on the next episode. Stay clean, stay fresh, and stay thirsty. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Listening to the Blur Havoc podcast. Purchase the Blur Havoc book series on Amazon Kindle or paperback today.